Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed. I want to continue on the, in the line of visitation and how God will visit you and the things that we do. There are things that you have to do in order to provoke the visitation. I taught you Abraham um, in Genesis chapter 18. He saw the visitors and then he prepared, went to the tent. So please sit down, let me give you water to refresh. Once he, they sat down, he went and started preparing cake. <laughs> <laughs> But he told them, I think verse, uh, verse 4, uh, verse 4, please let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourself under it. That's what he told them. Uh, let me bring some water, wash your feet, you've been traveling, and rest. As soon as he told them, he went to do extra. Extra. Someone say extra. Extra. Sacrifice don't kick in until extra comes in. <laughs> Extra. Some, um, I know some people don't know what X factor means. They think it's about Simon Carl. No, it means extraordinary. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing that makes a person extraordinary until he begins to do the extra. Uh, you have to do something extra above the ordinary to be extraordinary. If you do what everybody d- is doing, what do you get? You get what everybody is getting. You do what everybody does, you get what everybody gets. You do what nobody's doing, you get what nobody's getting. It's as as simple as that. And it's your point of difference that determines your exceptionalism. Exceptionalism or exceptionality from others. So if we can all sing, do re mi fa sol la ti do, do re, oh, do re mi fa sol la ti do. And then I'm the only one who can say, do re mi fa sol la ti do. I'm extra because uh, my own, that one, that one alone makes me different from the rest. They can do that. I can do it. I can sing in a crescendo. <laughs> so I can, I, I, I'm different. So what's the, your difference, uh, your uniqueness, or your exceptionalism is at your point of difference. You are different. You are doing something others are not doing. You are getting results others are not getting. And that is no, no respect of background or race. There's something that matters more than your race. Instead of making so much, about, so much noise about your race, your results generate exceptional results. When Joseph was left in prison, he clearly told the guy in Genesis chapter 40, uh, yeah, I think 40, he said, please, when you go, tell Pharaoh about me, remember me. Bible categorically says, I think Genesis 41, categorically says, the guy forgot about Joseph for two years. He forgot until his head was on the line. They were about to execute all the people around the king who, because the king has had a dream and he has forgotten about the dream he had. Think about it. He's forgotten and someone should tell him the dream which he had and he has forgotten. But the chief butler forgot. He forgot about Joseph. He forgot about him. But because he had solution for the salvation of the chief butler, he had to remember him. 
Until you are relevant for people's progress, they don't care about you. Then you begin to throw tantrums about your race and your color. Are you trying to say issues don't exist? They always exist. But you can rise above those issues by virtue of your difference, your uniqueness, and your quality productive. But let, let me just not go too much into life series. Listen. Abraham did what was different. He said, can, please sit down, let's give you water to wash your feet. Then he goes in and says, ah, please, quick, get cake ready. Oh, quick, make ready three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes. <laughs> he told the people water. He, did, he decided, I'm going to push this to the, to the father's limit. No wonder his encounter and visitation was working. When he, after he had done that, he says that, uh, where is your Sarah? A year by now, uh, no, according to the life, uh, time of life, Sarah will have a child. What did this guy do? He moved him by exceptional length, by going exceptional length, exceptional, uh, doing things in an exceptional dimension. So, Abraham said, and he didn't only instruct the wife, he also went, got the lamb, and he told the boy, the one of his guys, prepare it. And he brought, he, he added milk and butter. Hey, he really treated the guy so. <laughs> so he took butter and milk and the calf. This is fresh calf, or proper organic. <laughs> and calf. <laughs> it's not even a lamb, it's a calf. Which he had prepared and set it before them. And he didn't eat, he stood by like a waiter for them to eat. And they ate it. Yeah. And what happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. Then they said to him, where is Sarah? When you bless a person to their soul, they will ask about things that concern you. Oh, oh they will do. They, if someone carries what it takes to help you, when you touch their soul, they begin to look after, go after what you need and what they can do to make a difference. Go an extra mile for the Lord. That's what sacrifice that. Except a grain of wheat, 4 John chapter 12, verse 24. Except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, you are just single. Your multiplication is connected to your level of sacrifice. But if it, but if it dies, it produces much. Productivity has a lot to do with sacrifice. The level of sacrifice. If it dies, if it dies. God actually manifests in the book of Second, Second Kings, chapter 13, verse 18 and 19. He said, strike. Elisha told the king, strike. Then he said, take the arrows. So he took them. And he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. So he struck the ground three times and stopped. Why do you stop? They said one or two and you choose to do one. <laughs> the man of God was angry with him. You see, this is where um, psychology, relational psychology or in ecclesiological relationship come in. The, the, the man of God was angry. Meanwhile, you didn't tell him how many times he should strike. He should have even striked one. But he striked one, two, three. You didn't tell him anything. He said, strike. Strike three. And you were angry with him. Did you tell him? You didn't tell him. 
Why are you all you upset? I've done my best. I've done my best. You know, I'm blah, 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 blah. I, I, you know, looking at this particular circumstance. This is the best I can do. And I've done my best. And you don't appreciate me. Don't, don't talk that kind of life. He doesn't appreciate this church. Of all I'm doing, I'm not appreciated. <laughs> if you are doing anything in church and looking for appreciation, you end up depreciating. Don't be looking for appreciation from men. God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. <laughs> In that you minister to his to the saints. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10. God, so do it. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 15. He said, Be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Knowing why should you abound? You must know when you are doing it. If you don't know, it will hurt you. What you don't know is what is killing you. If you don't know, you have to be doing the work of God with an certain eye, a certain understanding. Yes. Knowing that your labor, hey, your labor. It's not in vain in the Lord. Doesn't matter what man thinks. Doesn't matter who recognizes it. Doesn't matter who doesn't recognize it. Doesn't matter who appreciates it. Doesn't matter who doesn't appreciate it. Your labor is never in vain in the Lord. And this is what you are supposed to know. It's knowing. You are so when when you are you attempt to do something for the Lord and you don't know, you'll be in trouble because you'll stop. You have to know that God is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. That's why Paul said, I fought, I fought the good fight. I finished my course. Therefore, there's day for me a crown of glory. Because God is a rewarder. First, second Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. God is a rewarder. Don't do things looking up to men for your reward. So, Elisha, you don't appreciate me. Look, even in this state, you say I should strike, I've striked three times and you are angry with me. I don't even understand why pastor should be upset. Why, why? I'm trying, I'm trying. Everything I do is not, it doesn't please him. It doesn't please her. Pastor is really upset. I think you, are, you should better look at the condition of your heart you are serving with than thinking about, I'm trying to please him, I'm trying to please him, and he's not happy. Because sometimes, Someone who is leading you can see the way you are not doing something well. And if you are not careful, you will be judging yourself that I've done, I'm doing well. But the person knows, and he's dealing with a lot of other people. He knows your strength, he knows your capacity, and you're underperforming. Like the guy uh, who brought the one talent. He came and have gave a very laudable, amazing excuse in his, in his mind. Mm. You, you know, I know you are a, a shrewd man in uh, Matthew chapter 14. Sorry, 25. You receive it. I know that you be you are a hard man, reaping what you where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. You, you nothing is too difficult. You can you can sort this thing out easily. So even that's why the lockdown have just been calm. I know you you are fine. You 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 and, and then later you start complaining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the, now new people have come around, so they don't know us. They don't, they don't know us. I don't even know. Since Pastor Vivi had a child, I should, he should have he asked me to, to be the leader of follow-up. She didn't ask me. And this one, uh, <laughs> thank God for telling the pastor his job description. <laughs> Instead of supporting and praying for him and believing God that his decisions will be godly, whether it suits you or not, you have become a politician in the system. <laughs> Political dissident. 
Is somebody learning something at all? My assignment is to, uh, I think it's in um, Acts chapter 14, verse 21 and 22. My assignment. So when I was on TV, that was used. It's establishing believers, strengthening churches. Okay, the next verse, 22. Strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith. We must through many tribulations enter the kingdom. So strengthening the souls. So when I, I used to be on TV, my assignment, I was preaching not to tell people, call me for miracles. No, strengthening the, your usefulness in church is a fast track. It's a shortcut to your testimony. Your usefulness to God is a fastest secured route to a colorful future. Instead of just going around receiving prayer, 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 and you have become uh, an experiment to people's prophetic ministry. <laughs> to determine whether he's a genuine prophet or not, you are the one, you experiment, guinea pig. They pray for you, didn't come. Okay, yeah, then. Uh, anyway, let me not go too far into that. So, <laughs> why should the pastor be upset? The prophet was. Rabbi said, I like it. Kinjay said, he was wroth. <laughs> he was wroth. The man of God was wroth with him. And what did he say? And he said, Thou shouldest have smitten five or six times. Then hast thou smitten Syria till thou hast consumed it. Whereas now thou shalt smite Syria three times. There is a direct correspondence, correlation between the, your physical activities and your spiritual results. Wow. Oh, husband gone. He said, no what is in my heart. Hey, don't make that mistake and say, God, he knows what is in my heart. Because what is in your heart will always influence your actions. So Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 2, I think verse um, 9 and 11, or somewhere there. He said, by God, actions are weighed. Eh? I know some people don't know that. By God, he said, by him, actions are weighed. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 9, or uh, uh, 3 rather. Take no, uh, talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is God, the God of knowledge. And by him, actions are weighed. Not feelings, actions. <laughs> oh, no wishes. I wish. I wish I had a lot of money. I would have built a church for church. I built a building for church. Actions are weighed. No wishes. No feelings. The way I feel. You don't know how I feel. You don't know how I feel. This generation has built a lot of people's equities in life around feelings. Around feelings. So there are a lot of clinical attention for feeling based. <laughs> issues. <laughs> so, by God, actions are what you should have strived. What I'm trying to say is that there is always a positive, a positive and direct correlation between physical, certain physical actions and spiritual results. Physical, that's why we fast. That's why we fast. That's why we come together in a meeting. Because prayer, prayer is a physical activity which has spiritual impetus. 
So there, there's a direct correlation because God does not take all the responsibility. There's a human part for a divine action on earth. There will always be human part for every divine move on earth. So when God is about to move, then you look, he, he prompts something on somebody's side to do something for him to move. God doesn't move when no one has done anything. Hey, I have good news for you. This your fasting is moving things. This your fasting is moving things. This your prayer meetings are moving things. Staying on this platform and listening to God's word and opening your heart is moving things. Switch off that tele- other television and other football game. Switch it off. Switch off the Netflix. Oh, the children are watching cartoons. But you are watching with them. You are watching with them. Thank God you can hear me now. You are watching with them. Let the children also have attention for God's word. Yes. Yeah. You have switched to, um, what are some of the cartoons? Um, Tom, Bob the Builder. Oh, Tom the Builder. <laughs> you are watching. You are, you are watching. Um, you know, some cartoons can be nice when you are an adult. Uh, it can be very engaging, especially uh, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> so you are listening to preaching and you are watching cartoon at the same time. And you say it's the children. You are, you are, you are watching um, Lord of the Rings and you say it's the children. Yeah, you are watching. Um, um, that thing. <laughs> oh, the one with the snow, the children's cartoon. Frozen. Frozen, yes. You are, that's the one. You are watching Frozen. <laughs> and you don't understand why your finances are frozen. <laughs> when the word of God is coming, you are watching Frozen. One eye is watching Frozen, the other one is waiting. If the pastor starts declaring, then you receive. If he's preaching, that's for this pastor, he can preach. So you have reduced the volume. Reduce the volume and watching. When you see, hey, okay, yeah, he's, I think he's at that. <laughs> He started declaring. He started declaring. <laughs> the man of God was wrought with him. He said, You should have strength. Why do you try only three times? Go an extra mile. Go an extra mile. It comes with a corresponding result. Nothing done in the name of the Lord with a genuine heart based on God's word can ever be in vain. Nothing done in the name of the Lord with a genuine heart based on God's word can be ever be in vain. Especially when it's under a, a, a very godly environment, godly atmosphere, and in a godly company. Strike! Not only once. They say, can you get me one or two? And you choose to get one. Or you choose to get two. Get five! Get six! Get eight! Get ten! Go on a travel! Except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, abides a low by and dies, brings up brings for much fruit. There must be. Abraham said, gum for water, but what he had in his mind was cake. And as soon as the cake started, he remembered, oh, I think we can add the calf. And when the calf was ready, he remembered, let's get butter. And then let's add milk. Everything he could throw in, he was just throwing it in, throwing it in. And when he finished, he went and served and stood. Sarah didn't bring. He said, let me do it myself. Sarah, you call me Lord, but don't worry, I'll do it. He brought it to them and he stood there. Yes, Lord, please eat. And they were eating. They ate. They said, this food has triggered something. Why is it that Jacob wanted to bless Esau? 
He said, bring me food to eat, which my soul, so my soul can bless you. Such as I like. Because you are triggered something, food. So I can bless you. And it's a, Rebecca did the better one. He ate. He suspected, no, this is not Esau. No, 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 no. This is not Esau. He said, come and let me feel you. I feel, I, I feel the skin. But the voice is not Esau. And he, he was deliberating. He knew that, no, no, I shouldn't. But I have already eaten the food. And it has triggered something. I have to download it anyway. He had already eaten the food. So he had to release the blessing. Yeah. So he blessed him. He said he did not recognize him because he, his hands were hairy like Esau. Uh, and he, he said, this sounds like the voice of Jacob, but the, the feeling is like Esau. But the food has already entered him, and he loved it. And he provoked something. There's a way you can provoke a blessing. There are several personalities in the Bible who are a, a reflection or, or an epitome of how God reacts when people... So when you look at the way Abraham reacted, what Abraham did and the reaction he got, when you are believing God for a son, for a child, for something, you can look at Abraham and trigger, follow Abraham's step. That's why it says that um, the elders, they, they obtain a good report. So these are different people. You, you want to see how someone had witness of God concerning his sacrifice? No. Cain couldn't do it. Look at Abel. There's a difference between Abel's sacrifice and Cain's sacrifice. And you can go to Abel and learn. You can go to Moses and learn how Moses forsook Egypt with all the pleasures of the world. He forsook it because he knew that Jesus was there's better blessing in, in Christ. So Moses represented something. Noah represented something. Abraham represented something. All aspects of God, how God can bless man if man does, does it his way. So he says, strike, don't strike once. When there are some blessings that transcend, that go beyond you, that's what I want to draw your attention to. The blessings, certain blessings that go beyond you. Because when God is blessing, you can do it so much that it's only one generation you can get to, or two generations. Or you can move it to get into three generations, or better, four generations. Because the Bible says, he visits the iniquities of the father unto the third and fourth generation. So then, if he can visit to third and fourth generation iniquities, then blessings can also go to third and fourth generation. But it must be triggered and provoked by somebody. Wow. Provoke a hand. The visitation time is now. There are things we do to provoke. And some of us, what we got to do is to spend time praying, reading a Bible, Whilst we do other social activities, like if you're working, you don't go to work and you are customer service and you've, your phone is ringing, you are not picking it and say, I'm reading my Bible. But they employed you not to come and read Bible. They employed you to come and pay full call. So do as the occasion demands. And your break time, because you are fasting, whilst others are going for cigarette break, while others are going for McDonald's or something, you can now excuse yourself, sit somewhere, read your Bible and pray and go back to work. So seize every opportunity to invest physical activities. And you come early if you have to break your fast so you can be on the Zoom and you come, you are expectant, you are expectant, you are expectant, you are expectant. Even if God doesn't speak a word of prophecy through me, certainly your actions will command some blessings. God said, Abraham, I'm, I'm sorry. Abraham, Abraham, I swear, I swear. Hey, Abraham. 
Abraham, I swear, I swear. If, if God swore to bless him. He said, commanded blessings. Because of, he said, because you have done this thing. He says, this thing, done this thing. There are some these things that people have to do. <laughs> done this thing. Done this thing or thing. <laughs> done because, because you have done this thing, this this thing, you've done this. And I'm not with you. Then he said, in blessing, I'll bless you. He swore. That's the first time in the scripture where God had to swear. I swear. I swear. Somebody has done something. And if you are the son of Abraham, why don't you also do, then do the works of Abraham? It's not my, I mean, Jesus said it. Jesus said it himself in John chapter 8, verse 39. John 8, 39, said, if you are the sons of Abraham, you will do the works of Abraham. Jesus answered and said, if Abraham, they said Abraham is a father. Jesus said to them, if Abraham were, if you were Abraham's children, you would do. What distinguished Abraham was works, not feelings. Wow. <sighs> Hallelujah. I believe that, sister, don't worry about your accusers. Don't worry about their complaints because of your pursuit of God who has exited your life. Sometimes to go higher, some things must be exited. Wow. Yeah, some people must exit your life for you to be free. Yeah. But they are not a positive influence on your destiny. They are not a blessing on where, where you are going. And just stay focused. And just stay focused. Brother, stay focused. Stay focused because the, the, the color, the results will justify the process. Yeah. But the results will be so colorful that people who are even blind, they will see. People will know that God has visited you. <laughs> and you won't be surprised that, hey, God has visited. No, no, you know it's coming. Because the prophet keeps telling you, when you do it, it's coming. It's, it's coming. It, God will bless you. Some of you, by the end of this service, I'm prophesying, your testimony has showed up. Some of you, tomorrow, tomorrow by lunchtime, you have landed into a life-transforming testimony. Some of you, tomorrow by this time, by this, before the service, you are rejoicing because of, you are saying, come and see what the Lord has done. 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 Because God is visiting you. Amen. Your labor in the Lord will never be in vain. Amen. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Name. Amen. Amen. Did you receive something? Yes. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.